Hey everybody, this is Rachel Bromberger, and you're listening to Unscripted for all things healing and well-being. I'm so glad that you're here for your weekly dose of real talk, deep love, and medicine. Wellness and healing are never a one-size-fits-all thing. What everybody needs is different. My guests and I are always preparing information for you based on our experiences, whether that's personal or clinical or teaching, whatever it is, whatever walk we come from, so that you can gain a gem every time you listen and apply it straight away to transform your life and your health. Welcome back, Unscripted listeners. I hope that the beginning of this summer season is treating you well. There's so much going on right now, Um, just so much. We've just been in a state of having so, so many different experiences lately, and that can be a lot for us all to hold. So I just want to take a moment to say that as we get into the summer Things might feel lighter for you. They might feel heavier for you. They might feel a little bit of both, and that is okay. That's why we're talking about summer health. So take a listen to this episode. We're accessing a bit of information on solstice, accessing some summer health tips, and I've collected some of these tips from friends of mine who have some wonderful things to say, so enjoy this episode. Let's talk about summer. Let's talk a little bit about solstice. And I'm just going to read to you from a really quick clip from timeanddate.com on like what is the solstice. On June 21st, many time zones in the Northern Hemisphere will welcome the first day of summer as the sun reaches its northernmost position in the sky. This is signifying changes. A significant turning point during the year, the days start getting shorter and the nights longer. The June solstice is often associated with change nature, and new beginnings. People around the world celebrate the day, which is also known as the summer solstice in the northern hemisphere, and in the winter solstice in the southern hemisphere. These are celebrated with feasts, bonfires, picnics, and traditional songs and dances. Lots of cultures have lots of different ways to acknowledge these special dates in the year, these solstices and equinoxes where we mark the start of a season, the start of a year, the middle of a season. It depends on what perspective you're coming from, but Whatever perspective that is, we are in this season of the heart now. It's officially summer. We're here. And that provides an incredible opportunity for healing ourselves, actually, in one of the most important places, our heart space. We could say, and actually in um, Chinese medicine, we do say the heart is the empress or the emperor of your kingdom. So it is about everything is about our total health right our physical well-being our emotional well-being our mental well-being our spiritual well-being and all of that all of it is held by the heart actually it's not in the medicine i practice always about the brain although i do love that amazing organ it's really about the heart because it carries our imprint our unique imprint of self into this lifetime, into the life that we're living. And so while every single season provides a really unique and wonderful opportunity for healing different things, the summer is a time for really getting to know ourselves intimately, for honoring who we are, what matters to us, the people we care about, the relationships we have, 
Um, obviously there's a cardiovascular piece because that is the system of the heart. So our, you know, ability to just to circulate through our lives and to have circulation through our bodies, it's both. And I want to just kind of take the time for you to really understand that when we talk about joy and elation and intimacy and partnership and contentment, it's for your entire self. It's for this sort of whole mind-body aspect, this whole mind-body-spirit aspect of who you are in this lifetime. Um, We're not going to have as much of our physical health if we're ailing in our emotional well-being, if we're disconnected from the divine spark of being alive, whatever that means to you, we're going to have difficulty with our health and well-being. And so this honoring of the heart space is taking care of that which brings us joy, peace, contentment, um, a sense of community, a sense of communing with others on the earth. This is really important during the season, and that's why I'm taking a few episodes to acknowledge it. So what I've done today is gathered a couple of inputs from friends. There's just a few of those. To, you can hear some different perspectives on like ways to take care of yourself this summer. Some of them are very physical. Some of them are more emotional. And I'm going to read you a little bit of poetry as well, and we'll talk a little bit about how to cultivate that joy. I do think to understand truly joy and happiness, we need to be able to hold space for sadness as well because it's the opposite of the coin. It is joy in its opposite form and our capacity to express sadness and despair engenders our ability to express joy and likewise our ability to express joy allows for our ability to truly experience sadness. These are two really important ways that we're able to express ourselves, to experience life, to understand the bitter and the sweet of all things. And so this poem by Rupi Carr, and I have her book, the sun and her flowers, which I just love. Poetry is a really lovely language of the heart. It's always written from the heart. I love it so much. And this poem, I think, really gives us a sense of heart space and what it means to have the ability for these sort of two opposing experiences of our emotions. And of course, in the middle is contentment. There's something about when we talk about contentment or peace, it isn't about eliminating that which makes us uncomfortable. And it's also not about trying to always be happy because that's toxically positive. And if you want to look up toxic positivity, you'll learn a lot about it on the internet. It is not what we're after. We're not meant to be elated all of the time, the same way we're not meant to be sad all of the time. Um, Peace and contentment are actually about being able to hold the movements of all of our emotions and still have some relative peace, some container of self for all of the moving parts within us. And so I think this poem does a really beautiful job of telling us a little bit about that. Here we go. It has been one of the greatest and most difficult years of my life. 
I learned everything is temporary. Moments, feelings, people, flowers. I learned love is about giving everything and letting it hurt. I learned vulnerability is always the right choice because it's so easy to be cold in a world that makes it so very difficult to remain soft. I learned all things come in twos, life and death, pain and joy, salt and sugar, me and you. It is the balance of the universe. It has been the year of hurting so bad, but living so good, making friends out of strangers, making strangers out of friends. Learning mint chocolate chip ice cream will fix just about everything. And for the pains, it can't. There will always be my mother's arms. We must learn to focus on warm energy, always. Soak our limbs in it and become better lovers to the world. For if we can't learn to be kind to each other, how will we ever learn to be kind to the most desperate parts of ourselves? Again, that's a poem from Rupi Carr. In the book, The Sun and Her Flowers, which I highly recommend you check out. Um, So I think you can hear that both and. And part of healing our heart space and getting the most out of the season and getting the most capacity for joy is being able to hold both of those things, giving ourselves a permission slip to have joy, to have pain, to experience that bittersweetness in life, to be allowed to be both, to be soft, to be hard, to let people in, to push them out, to figure out how to do that dance. And that teaches us a lot about, you know, like who is worthy of coming into your space, right? Um, instead of, and I have this on my Instagram page, it's like, instead of thinking of boundaries as this hard line, like think of it as a loving container for your heart. How do we go through life sharing, um, with the people that we feel safe sharing with, the only way to find out if they're safe is to try it and see how it goes. How do we let people in and how do we know when, someone isn't allowed back in how does that work and so i i love this poem for all the both and of it the ups and the downs and just the acknowledgement that um to really be with ourselves we have to allow both the difficult and the wonderful in and be permitting of ourselves to show up softly for ourselves and others so that we can experience that Let's get into our first summer tip now. This one, I think you'll hear that even though it's quite physical, it's also emotional and I think you'll get a kick out of it. It's really a fun tip. This first tip comes to us from Joy Andrews. Um, She is an acupuncturist, a feng shui practitioner. She does birth charts. She's all around amazing human being who I love very much and I'm so appreciative that she sent this in to us. It's a really fun tip. And after she presents it, we'll talk a little bit more about it. Here we go. Hello, this is Joy Andrews, fellow acupuncturist. And my summer wellness tip is watermelon. I love watermelon in the summer. And it's so hydrating and cooling internally. And it is full of fiber to keep you cleared out. And I love marking the seasons by intentionally having watermelon because there's nothing like having watermelon in the middle of the summer 
it's just not the same when you're having watermelon in winter. So I really like marking the season with with a juicy, ripe, red, seedless watermelon. I so love this tip because she touches on so many things. Um, the joy of enjoying our food, which is so important. The joy that we get to have when we eat that food at the right time of year. And then, of course, the physical stuff like cooling off, which for a lot of people in summer is a really big deal. Um, how many of you feel like you're going to combust when you get overheated? I'm married to that guy. I feel so bad for him when it's really hot out. And watermelon is a great way to cool off. And then I love that she talks about the elimination too, because when we get literally full of shit, everybody gets upset. Anyone will combust when they're feeling backed up. So this is a fabulous tip, not just for enjoying the deliciousness of this season, but also like getting to be comfortable in your body. Um, for those of you who are prone to having a hard time cooling down, Joy could not be more correct about how cooling internally watermelon is. And if you're not into watermelon for some reason, you can do cantaloupe, honeydew. Um, there are a lot of melons and anything in the melon family is going to help you kind of dump some heat out of your insides and help you eliminate also through the bowels any heat that you don't need to hold on to. So if you know you're going to be at the pool or the beach or walking around outside and you're likely to get overheated and have a hard time re-regulating again, melon is your go-to. Watermelon is delicious and it's so fun to eat and it is absolutely gorgeous. So thank you, Joy, for sending that in. I'm so glad that's the one that you opted for. It's really a great tip. Next up, we have my friend Janice Campbell, who also is my teacher, who I have worked for as well, who's just an all-around great human being. And um, Janice is an acupuncturist. She's a herbalist. She does somatic touch healing stories. And I love this part, creative life hacks. So we're going to hear her creative life hack right now for staying comfortable in summer. It's a really good one as well. And thank you, Janice, for sending this in. Hi, Rachel. Uh, thanks for asking me to provide a tip. Well, the first one that comes to mind when I think of summer is a really quick way to get heat out of your skin if you accidentally get too much sun. For those of us who are more melanin challenged than others, it's a handy trick, but it also is good for anybody to use. I learned this very young growing up in the South and being quite pale. When you get a little too much sun, you can take a black tea bag and it doesn't have to be fancy. It can be like a Lipton tea bag or something. Soak it in cool, cool to cold water and then rub the tea bag over the affected area. The tannic acid in the tea bag will help pull out the pain and also help the burn resolve quicker. This is such a fantastic tip because your skin matters so much. It is the first boundary between you and the outside world it is a beautiful organ and we want to keep it safe and it's inevitable that at some point in the hot sun having fun we're going to get sunburnt so i love that tip it's so important to like get, again it's funny because joy did the watermelon to cool off internally and janice did the tea bags to cool off that you know external layer of ourselves we need to get anything excess out of the body 
so that we can come back to a more homeostatic place. So in our medicine, and I think this is why you're hearing this from my two friends here, um, we don't really want anything to be too much or too little. We like most things to be just right for every unique individual. And so we don't want you to be too hot or too cold. We don't want you to be too wet or too dry. And these tips that you're hearing help us kind of find that middle ground. And again, it's just like the emotions we were talking about a few minutes ago. There's a middle. There's a way to kind of live not in the absolute throes of life. And even if that's about getting that heat out of your skin layer faster so that you heal better and you don't have issues with the health of your skin later that's what we're after so thank you so much janice for that i love that one it's so good and i'm going to be using it this summer myself next up we have my friend caitlin corman who is newer in my life i'm so glad that we've met we both did a course on accessing more abundance and she is one of my new yogis she's been helping me with fitness and letting my heart open up um actually since we've been in the past few months that's what i've been working on too and i'm really happy to have her here with these tips about finding joy and being comfortable in ourselves. here we go hello this is caitlin corman and i am here to share a few summer tips on how to really make your summer the most enjoyable experience so I come from the wellness industry and my philosophy on life is really about bringing the more joy into our lives. So just a few months ago, right at the start of the spring, I was making a list of all of the things that are bringing me the most happiness and really turning up my vibe and making me just feel wonderful. Uh, those things consisted of being out in nature, spending quiet time with myself, making sure that I make it to a beach this summer, swimming, I love being in water, I'm a Pisces. So music is another thing for me. So I feel like it's so important to really make an intention. And in Sanskrit, the word is sankalpa. And it's all about having this particular intention. So what is your intention for this next season? And how can you really draw those qualities to you? And I just really feel like it's for me, this intention for me is surrounding myself with joy and recognizing what those things are and putting them in the calendar. So, you know, this weekend, I know that we're hanging out with really great friends of ours that our kids get along so well, and we're going to have a campfire and just make it even simple. It doesn't have to be expensive, but like getting yourself out into nature. If you know that you have a deep connection and you feel more like yourself after you do particular things, whether it's painting, whether it's singing, you know, I just had a bit of a singing dance party in my car driving home from dropping my daughter off and I just feel lit up I put on some music that I know is just awesome is you know the the lyrics are very motivating 
And I just, I, I love that. So yeah, that's my tip for this year. Follow the joy, make a list of what those things are in your life and making that intention, your San Kalpa, to draw those things in, put them in the calendar, get it going. And I can't wait to hear all about it. Uh, in the show notes, Rachel's got the ways to connect with me and I'd love for you to reach out. You can see I post all the time about the things that are bringing me the most joy, just as reminders, you know, moving, dancing, loving, all of those things. So I hope that this really lifts you up and I look forward to hearing all about it. Have a wonderful day and an amazing summer. Those are such good ones from Caitlin. I love how she told us to make the list and calendar it and then told us all the things that she finds to light her up because it might give you some ideas about what lights you up. And remember, everybody's different. So I too am one for like music and dance parties in my car. Um, definitely know a lot of people who resonate with the getting to the ocean. If you're into board games or you like Sudoku or you just want to bake quietly on your own, whatever it is, like do those things. I I love this suggestion because it's just so real. Like what lights you up? What is fulfilling to you? Thanks Caitlin for that. I really appreciate it. With all of these tips, you can find access to joy and Janice and Caitlin in my show notes. Um, So please do reach out to them. Let them know this was helpful. Pick their brains tell them how it's made a difference for you. I know they'll appreciate it. And I'm so deeply appreciative that they were here with us today to share these tips. I think it's really important to collect voices and hear from different people on all the ways that we can access our well-being because you just never know what someone's going to say that will just resonate with you and make a spark and really ultimately you know change our lives so thank you all three of you for those I really appreciate it so as we begin to wrap up this episode of unscripted I do want to give you some of the key takeaways that we just heard from all these wonderful submissions and here we go Um, number one allow yourself permission to have the full array of your emotions share yourself with others so you can develop the intimacy needed for satisfying relationships. Number two, eat plenty of watermelon and other melons to keep cool, drop the heat from your body, and keep your bowels happy. Number three, use black tea bags soaked in cool water on your skin to clear the burn and pain out of your skin faster so you can heal after too much sun exposure. And number four, make a list of the things that bring you joy and happiness. Then calendar them in so you have a date committed with yourself for your joy. I can't emphasize these enough. You may know this already and you may not. Accessing your comfort is a big part of having your health and well-being. When we're uncomfortable and we don't realize it, whether that's because we're too hot we got a sunburn, we just haven't scheduled in some happy ease, we have backed up bowels, we're dehydrated, we didn't get enough rest, whatever it is, even if there's just like this little cranky pants factor that's sort of subtle in you that you haven't acknowledged, you're not going to be your fullest self. You're not going to be able to access kind of the full range of your emotions. You're not going to be able to access your greatest physical self. 
you'll be moderately disconnected from that divinity of being alive. And over time, that will start to take up too much space. And ultimately, when we talk about healing the heart and the season of summer and kind of spreading our wings and accessing that like full mature expression of ourselves, we're really talking about finding a way to be comfortable with who we are and how we are. So your comfort, you're kind of feeling easy in yourself, not uncomfortable. This is like a huge key to your well-being because your body biologically is doing all these miraculous things all the time. Our cells are turning over. Our We've just incredible electrical processes, chemical processes, hormone processes, these cleanup mechanisms, um, growing mechanisms. They're all happening simultaneously in our bodies. And anytime there's an interruption to our kind of feelings of ease, let's say, or feelings of sort of general peace, we're going to interrupt some of that repair work that our body is naturally doing. So accessing your joy, it's not just about like, oh, I'm happy. Like, that's so nice. Because I mean, like, it is, it's lovely to have joy and happiness, but it's also about just like feeling good in your flesh suit. Um, Having your body be in its best capacity to be its best self and so I really I want you to kind of hear these tips fully so that you can have a comfortable enjoyable summer and you know have the ability to spend time with yourself reclaiming the things that lift you up the things that are fun that make you laugh that make you want to share with the people that matter to you. And that's really ultimately what it's all about. So with that, I want to leave you with one last poem. It's one of my favorites. This is a poem by Hafiz. Even after all this time, the sun never says to the earth, you owe me. Look what happens with a love like that. It lights the whole sky. I love this one. I love that imagery of the sun loving up the earth, asking nothing in return. And I hope that you allow yourself to receive that love from the sun, from the people you're surrounded by, and I hope you give it as generously as you're receiving it. This is my permission slip to you to fill your heart with love this summer and spend good time with yourself. You take care and I'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for tuning in to Unscripted. This is your weekly dose of real talk, deep love, and medicine. I can't wait to talk to you again next week. You take care.